What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Pass or Play. I'm Kevin, a.k.a. The Muffin Mon, and today we're taking a look at Alan Wake Remastered. Uh, obviously, the Xbox 360 cult classic Alan Wake from way back when. Got a remaster last year now since it's 2022. Happy New Year, everyone. But does it hold up even with the updated resolution, fidelity, is Alan Wake something worth revisiting, especially with the announcement of Alan Wake 2 coming in 2023? As someone that just played all of Alan Wake Remastered and all of its DLC content, which is included, I can say firmly that Alan Wake 2 has shot up to one of my most anticipated games of this generation. Now, is Alan Wake a perfect game? Absolutely not. I think Alan Wake suffers from a lot of issues, um, primarily because it is such an old game. Alan Wake, the original game, um, obviously is constrained by the Xbox 360. You couldn't do a lot of things. And just because this isn't a remake, it is a remaster, a lot of those issues are still prevalent in this one. Does it control the best? No, it does feel a little janky at times, especially the jumping mechanic. It's feels pretty bad to try to jump to try to climb that is not smooth at all in terms of shooting it can get a little frustrating you know you're supposed to use the light and the guns at the same time i had some issues with the gameplay but i think mostly that it's a solid title that you can revisit even today and have a good time so let's let's start off the the review alan wake remastered you start chapter one with the classic, my name is Alan Wake, I'm a writer. Um, so you know, this is going to be sort of like a narrative game. So honestly, if you're not into narrative, this is probably not a game you're going to want to play because especially early on, this game is heavy on the cut scenes. You can't walk more than like three feet in the first two chapters without getting some sort of cut scene. They load it, a lot of exposition. There is a lot of dialogue in this game, a lot of talking. Alan basically narrates the entire game. Every time he's walking, he has his inner monologue going. And at first, I'm like, man, I wish Alan would shut up. He is droning on and on. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did not like Alan Wake, uh, the character, not the game. I did not like Alan Wake as a character until probably halfway through this game. I found him mean to most people. I, I'm going to say, like I said, he was a dick. He was a jerk. He was not a nice dude. You're like, why am I playing this character who honestly isn't very appealing? I, I don't want to really play as him. So that kind of like hinders your enjoyment of getting into it. But if you can invest the first two chapters, because I do think the first two chapters are a little slow. They drag on a little bit with too much uh, narrative cut scenes going on. And the gameplay is a little more difficult in the first two chapters compared to the rest of the game. Uh, I played on normal because you only have easy and normal unlocked. And then you have to unlock, beat those to unlock nightmare mode. But I played on normal. And you start out the first two chapters. You barely have any offensive options. You have your flashlight, the, the dingy one. And you have your pistol. And as the game goes on, you get more offensive options you get a flare gun which is basically a one-hit kill for the taken you get flares to keep them off you you get a flashbang which instantly you know pulverizes everything in a certain radius you just get so many more offensive options as the game goes on it really opens up the gameplay lets you explore and challenge the taken in a different way that makes the game more 
fun to play in my opinion. Uh, I found myself, you know, looking for supply crates and hit, there are hidden supply crates. So I found myself going out of my way to try to find those to get the more offensive options, the additional ammo, the additional flashbangs. At one point I had like 23 flares. I was like, let's go, we're, we're good. So I really think that the first two chapters struggle because it is introducing you to some of the game mechanics. But later on, like you're going to be introduced to new mechanics the entire way. You're constantly finding new offensive options because the gameplay is, isn't, it's kind of survival horror meets an action game. And I know they said that Alan Wake 2 is going to be primarily a survival horror game. I'm excited to see what they do with that because that's not typically my style of genre. But Alan Wake, the actual gameplay, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little more on it before we go into the story. I find that it is basically a third-person shooter for the most part, but it has a special mechanic. So the Taken, who are possessed by the darkness, which is the antagonist of the game, you need to use your flashlight to blind them and weaken them. They have a little circle that collapses the more you shine a light on them. And once that circle's gone, they get vulnerable to regular bullets. And then you can kill them with your revolver, your shotgun, whatever you, whatever you have on you. That is fine. It adds a little, it's an interesting take on a third person uh, shooter. It gives you, you know, grenades and, and flares, like I said, some a little more offensive options. There are puzzles in this game. Do I think they're very well done? They're kind of simple. Most of the time, it spells it out for you what you have to do. It can be as simple as going up to a generator and doing a little. Uh, I wouldn't say a quick time event, but basically, uh, you know what you do in Dead by Daylight, where you have to do the generators hit X at the right time in the certain area. That is basically what you do to restart the generators. You solve some puzzles by moving some logs and some, you know, knocking stuff over. You can push some cards by tapping X repeatedly. This isn't groundbreaking stuff. There's nothing here that's like, oh my God, what a good puzzle. It's more just like, hey, we're going to give you a little something to do to slow down your progress. And then you're probably going to have a little wave of enemies attack you while you're trying to do this stuff. It's it's fine. I, I wouldn't say the puzzles are where this game shines. This game is obviously a narrative game. And I, I mentioned it before, but the story in this game, I absolutely adored. And I didn't think I would say that the first two chapters because I was finding myself, you know, not liking Alan getting annoyed at all the exposition and the narrative and the amount of cutscenes. As this game goes on, it's a phenomenal story. It is probably my favorite Remedy story that I have played, um, which honestly isn't that many. Uh, I've played Control, which I think is great. I love Control Ultimate Edition, as anyone that listened to my review knows. But Alan Wake, I think, is a better story. I think it is easier to follow. It makes more sense. Uh, narratively, I think it is just overall a, a better story. Basically, you and your wife are going on vacation. Alan needs a break. He's taken a, a little trip. Uh, he just released his new novel, and he's had some issues with the paparazzi lately. So they go to this little town of Bright Falls. Him and his wife got a cabin on the lake, and then his wife goes missing, and she's afraid of the dark. And then all of a sudden, you know, Alan wakes up, and he has a head injury. It's been a week later. He can't remember what happened in the week uh, preceding. So he's like trying to put back together the pieces of his life. You know, where's his wife? Along the way, you meet a whole host of characters. There is Barry, his agent. There's a, the sheriff of the town. There's Dr. Hartman, a psychiatrist at a, some sort of artistic uh, psychiatric facility. I think all these characters are great. 
none of them felt uh, annoying. I think Barry is pretty funny. I could understand if some people found him annoying. I think that they explain who these characters are and they kind of give them a backstory. It'd be great to see some of them, if they can, come back in Alan Wake 2, if that does take place in Bright Falls, which I suspect it will, based on how this game ends. I just... I found myself really liking the town of Bright Falls, the the world, the characters in it are are so lively and fun. There's a a couple of old, um, old rock stars there now. They've now dementia, but there is one set piece in this game that's absolutely brilliant that revolves around their old uh, stage. I absolutely loved it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Basically, you know, you're getting attacked by a bunch of Taken and then their music kicks on and fireworks and the whole shebang. It's 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 fantastic. That is one of the highlights of this game for sure. The story is something you really have to experience for yourself, if I'm being honest, because you try to explain it and you can't really do that without giving away the entire plot. And I know I'll have some cutscenes with gameplay interspersed throughout this video, but I didn't record anything that is uh, spoilerly or overly spoilers or, you know, what I did record, maybe trying to throw some of you in a certain direction, thinking you don't understand what's going on. You really don't understand what's going on based on what I'm showing you because this game has a lot of twists and turns. You think one thing and then you think another thing. Because uh, characters are telling you different things. Alan isn't sure himself what's going on until almost the very end of the game. When you figure out, you're like, okay, I've put together the pieces of the puzzle. You end the game. The whole the whole time, you're trying to get your wife back. I won't tell you if you succeed or not, but that is your ultimate mission. Uh, the darkness has taken your wife, and you are trying to go through Bright Falls to various locations. Uh, sawmill, power plant, lighthouse, and try to get her back. After the game ends... You play the DLC and the DLC introduces even more new mechanics, you know, shining flashlight on words to create them into real life. Like if the word says tools, you can shine your light. It'll give you ammo. If it says boom, you can create explosion by holding your light over it. There's this is a whole new gameplay mechanic that is introduced in the DLC. And it kind of makes sense based on where the last game ends. Some stuff we see at the end of that game. But the DLC for me basically sets up Alan Wake 2. That is really its own only purpose. Um, I don't think that the DLC, the special episodes as they're called, are something you really need to play. Um, they're fine. They're shorter than the original episodes. Uh, you can knock them out probably in an hour and a half-ish, um, both of them together. I wouldn't say they're required. So if you beat the main game, you're like, I don't really feel like playing anymore. That's fine. I would say if you got another hour hour or two, just knock them out. It will add a little more narrative uh, explanation. And I think it'll benefit you, especially in Alan Wake 2, if they reference anything that happens in the DLC. Along your journey, Alan Wake isn't just like a third-person shooter. You have a car. Uh, you have multiple cars, actually, that you can drive. And you can shine headlights to weaken the Taken, run them over. You get attacked by birds, which you have to shine lights on, which I'm going to say right now, worst enemies in any video game. They are so frustrating to fight. They're annoying. They're not fun. I did not enjoy this at all. I really hope they don't make a return. Or if they do, they are tweaked massively because the birds are just dumb. They're not a, not a good gameplay mechanic. Along your way through Bright Falls and the various locations, you're going to want to look out for collectibles. And there are different collectibles in the DLC. There are alarm clocks and video games and uh, cardboard cutouts to look for. But in the main game, the two main collectibles you're going to look out for are manuscript pages and uh, coffee thermoses, 
which I didn't collect them all, but they're pretty easy. Some of them are off the beaten path, usually with uh, hidden resource caches. So if you're like, oh, the game wants me to go that way, it might benefit you to go look the other way. You could find something useful. The other things you want to look out for when if you are a collector. Now, I didn't, I didn't plan on this game. I'm missing like 18 trophies throughout the game and the DLCs, which isn't that many. There's like 62 trophies total. So I got a fair bit of them. The other things you want to look out for are TVs and radios because this these kind of act like the files and TVs you find in Control, which if you've played Control, you turn those on and you usually see a little skit, usually see something that gives you more information about the world that you're playing in. And these are kind of how we found out that Alan Wake and Control are related because in Control you find those and you're like, oh my God, it's referencing things from Alan Wake that is uh, present in this one too. And I would say that Actually, Alan Wake seems to set up things for Quantum Break, which is also a Remedy game, and Control, because those titles are kind of hinted at in a lot of these uh, hidden things that you find, especially the TV for Night Springs, the TV show that they, they find. Um, I think that's a cool world-building mechanic. If you're interested in that kind of stuff, go for it. Keep an eye out for those. For me, I watched some of them. I didn't care for other ones. I, I I don't know. It's it's something I I can't really watch a TV, especially because they're usually like minutes long in the video game. There are also these cute cute little QR codes spread throughout the game where they actually work. If you pull up your phone and scan the QR code, it'll bring you to a YouTube video uh, that Remedy made on their channel that'll give you more information about Alan Wake. That's a cool little Easter egg for anyone that wants to keep an eye out for that certainly do there's just so much right about this game um did i love it at the start no i did not i think that it's it's hard to get into especially being an older game it's not going to feel that great it's not going to appeal to everyone but if you stick with it it does get better the story improves the alan improves a lot i, I like him at the end i'm i'm he has a lot of growth he has a lot of character his character arc in general is great he goes from being an unlikable douche to kind of a self-aware human being that understands, you know, he has faults, he has issues, and he's trying to do the right thing. And I like that. I, I think he's a I think he's a good character now. I'm excited to see where he goes in Alan Wake 2. I could I could rave about this game. I think it certainly deserves its cult classic status. I think for the price of $30, which is what the remaster is going for, it's well worth it. I got it on sale for $23, and that is certainly well worth it. It's going to take you about 12 hours to probably beat the game. So that's a good price to time investment there. Honestly, I'm going to give this game a play. Uh, you're going to want to buy this game. You're going to want to check it out if you haven't. Uh, I do know Alan Wake's American Nightmare is on Game Pass. I thought this one was too, but I went and looked and it wasn't. Uh, I know the remaster wasn't, but I thought the original was because I was just going to play that one, but it wasn't there. So I picked up the remaster. I had a really good time. I really enjoyed it. I would highly recommend this game. So yeah, if you want to prepare for Alan Wake 2, check this out. It's a low price and it's a pretty short time commitment but it gets a recommend from me. Let me know what you guys think about Island Wake uh, Remastered or the original if you played that one down in the comments below. Let me know your excitement for Alan Wake 2. Uh, until next time, I've been Kevin, aka The Muffin Mon for Project X Talk, and we will see you.